0: When I was little, I took great pride in my family. My parents would take me to the park and I would wiggle my eyebrows mockingly at other kids as I walked with my loving mom and dad and their parents fought over stupid things like forgetting the juice boxes or bringing the wrong blanket to sit on. Before I continue my story, remember to like this video and subscribe to our channel if you enjoyed this crazy story. It helps us out a bunch. My parents and I were the perfect family. Every night we had fantastic dinners that my parents cooked together. Then we would play music and dance around as we cleaned up. My parents loved being involved in my school and extracurricular activities. They drove me and my team to soccer practice every Saturday and cheered the loudest when I scored. My birthday parties were legendary because my parents always went all out to throw me really cool themed parties. I thought my life was absolutely perfect in every single way. Little did I know, there were things brewing under the surface that I couldn't see. When I was 15, I woke up in the middle of the night to a door slamming shut. Then I heard it creak open again and I heard crying. I froze. I had never heard anything like it. I ran out of my room and saw that my dad was crying at the bathroom door, whispering something desperately. My mom then came out of the bathroom, no expression on her face, until Her eyes landed on me. She got teary-eyed, then she grabbed two suitcases and set them by the door. She swung our front door open, then turned to me, wiped my tears of confusion and fear, and kissed my forehead. She then grabbed her suitcases and threw them in the trunk of a car that was waiting for her by the street. I don't remember the rest of that night. I just remember how hard life was after that. My dad and I had to come up with a whole new routine for everyday things because we couldn't bear to do anything that reminded us of her. My dad completely let himself go. He stopped showering as often and would wear the same clothes for days. I stopped going to soccer. We ate microwavable meals for weeks until I decided to take up cooking. I couldn't stand the sadness. Now I was just angry. My mom had abandoned my dad and I out of nowhere. No explanation, no calls, nothing. How could I feel anything but anger at this point? I knew my dad and I would pick ourselves back up, and we did. We made a few changes, but soon enough, we were sort of on our feet again, getting used to life without the traitor. The last thing we needed at that moment was to see her again. She must have sensed this, because that's when she decided to come back into our lives. She showed up out of nowhere, as suddenly as she had abandoned us. You probably think she showed up to apologize, to come back to our family after she realized how much she needed us and our little life. But I regret to inform you that wasn't the case. She came home sporting an enormous diamond on her ring finger, one that I was sure my dad hadn't given her. The most surprising thing was on her arm. She was accompanied by an incredibly handsome young man. He looked like he was (laughs) half her age but definitely an adult. My mom made us sit down for lunch with her new husband. I'm not sure how she managed to do that. Maybe my dad and I were too stunned to say or do anything. He's a model, isn't that right, honey? My mom asked me while digging her nails into her new husband's bicep. She insisted that I called him my second dad, but I refused to even call him my stepdad. He's my mom's husband to me. I was happy when my mom and her male bimbo left. But then I saw how much their visit had affected my dad. He didn't eat for days, and he went back to his self-destructive habits of not taking care of himself. I urged him to eat and leave the house, but he wouldn't. Until one day, he woke up a new man. Suddenly, he was eating like a beast, and he signed up to the gym. He would go on runs at 6 in the morning before I went to school and then he'd chug a green smoothie full of protein to get ready for his hours of working out. My dad was changing a lot. He looked great and he had a lot of energy now. I was happy to see my dad taking such good care of himself. He even started taking interest in my skincare routine. I told him everything I knew and he started using my products. Until he bought himself fancier, more expensive ones. It was cute seeing him do face masks and stuff, but that changed pretty quickly. Our pantry went from all name-brand foods to off-brand foods. And then he started cutting down on our food completely. I knew he was spending hundreds on beauty products a week. I was surviving, though. It wasn't too bad. But if you think it got worse, you're absolutely right. My dad discovered a whole internet culture of beauty bloggers and fitness people. They all promoted weekend getaways and all sorts of trips with the goal of making you more buff in a few days or making you look half your age through extensive spa procedures. These things obviously cost a fortune, but my dad had that money, right? Well, he did if he stopped buying food and I dropped out of all my extracurriculars. My dad would disappear for a week, be home for a few days, and then disappear again. Sometimes he changed so much that it took me a second to recognize him. Any wrinkles that he had were gone, and any gray hairs had transferred over to me because I had to go to school, mow lawns, walk dogs, and tutor younger kids to make money to buy food now. I felt like my dad was just my landlord sometimes. I completely forgot that other people also saw the changes in my dad. Do you want to know how I realized it? Suddenly, 16-year-old boys weren't enough for my friends. They wanted to come over to my house all the time, despite the lack of food, just to stare at my dad. It was gross. I didn't even understand how they found him attractive, partially because he's my dad, but also because he looked messed up. He didn't even look like a real person anymore. He looked like a video game character. He took me shopping for clothes sometimes because he liked the attention he got. He flashed his pearly whites at the sales assistants who giggled and told him it was super sweet for him to go shopping with his little sister. You should see the look on their faces when I clarified that I'm actually his daughter. My dad was always flattered by the attention. He saw it as proof that his lifestyle changes were working But he never thought anything too serious about it. I was afraid that he saw it more as motivation than as a sign to stop and stay the way he was at that moment. I didn't know he was about to go to the absolute extreme of his obsession with looking less than half his age. I had no idea it could even be so extreme. One time, he woke me up in the middle of the night. This naturally petrified me. Because the last time I was woken up harshly in the middle of the night was when my mother abandoned us. My dad looked incredibly excited and agitated. He rushed me and told me to get dressed. When I did, he threw a suitcase into my room and told me to pack my stuff while he packed his. I had no idea what was happening, so I threw everything I could see into the suitcase. I had clothes for warm weather and cold weather, books of all sorts, and some cash I had stashed away from my dad so he didn't buy moisturizer with diamonds in it or something. I was still half asleep when my dad packed up suitcases like it was nothing and threw them in the back of the car. What woke me up was the speed. I was trying to eat a sandwich I managed to make very quickly before we left, but I almost bit my tongue as my dad stepped on the gas and we swerved through the night as if in a police chase. I actually did look back a couple of times to make sure there were no red and blue flashing lights following us. We arrived at a parking lot made of dirt. There was a little building visible in the distance, but besides that, there was nothing. My dad was looking around as if he was hoping to see something, then a tiny little plane came into view. My dad did a pretty cool handshake with the man piloting the plane, then urged me to climb in and sit down. The entire time I was on the plane, I was terrified that it would drop down from the sky at any moment. The turbulence almost made me throw up, and I almost made my dad throw up with all the questions I was asking him. You're making my head spin, darling. Please, just sleep or something. He murmured as he put in earplugs and slid a sleeping mask on. I looked out the cloudy window next to me and at the night sky. We had been flying for hours. So I was surprised that the sun hadn't risen wherever we were. We were at a little airport surrounded by trees. My dad grabbed our suitcases and jumped in a jeep with a GPS system that was glitching. It was dark all around and the wind was so strong that I felt we were flying away. I spent most of the way with my head down or my eyes covered by my hands. My dad said we'd be fine, but I didn't believe him. After what felt like an eternity. We arrived at my dad's paradise. In the middle of a rainforest, there was a glass dome, and inside there were pristine little buildings. We stopped at the gate, and my dad said some sort of code word. There were golden lamps glowing all around us, and people emerged from the stunning houses to wave. That's when I snapped back into reality. If you saw this, you would probably think that you were dreaming, which is exactly what I assumed until I realized I was very much awake and everything around me was either real or a hallucination. There was something off about the people around us. We hopped out of the Jeep and my dad took my hand, pulling me into one of the houses. Dozens of people walked in and out of our little house as we settled in. They left all sorts of gifts, but especially these small vials of a gooey blue substance. Dad, what's going on? Can you answer my questions, please? I demanded from my dad. He had been ignoring me to my face for hours, and I was sick of it. This is our new home, sweetie. He said, grabbing my face in both hands. He exhaled in relief and ran to the mountain of vials with the blue thing in them. He emptied one onto his hands and rubbed the weird, thick substance onto his face, the remaining liquid on his arms. Here, we never have to age, he exclaimed. He then ran out onto the street to meet the cheering people all around. I was freaking out. Why wasn't he telling me anything? It was like he expected me to figure everything out by myself. I was glad I didn't use my phone during the entire journey because I went online and looked at my location. That's when I realized that I couldn't. There was no signal here. What could I do? I had seen my dad unpack all his stuff and he seemed to be settling in, but... I had no plans of doing that. I wanted to go home then and there. I figured that I didn't need much to get back home. I had learned to drive at my friend's house a few weeks ago, so if I could just get to the Jeep, I could go back to the scary little airport. I walked outside and saw the people of this little city cheering for my dad, welcoming him to what they said was his new home. Maybe it was my dad's new home, but I sure had no plans of staying another minute. I reached to open the jeep door, but felt a hand grab my arm tightly. We've got a runner, said the woman clutching my arm. Three other people sprinted towards me and each grabbed one of my legs or arms. They held me above their heads and ran to the back of the city. My mouth gaped open when I saw the enormous tree they worship. It was glowing blue as it leaked tree sap. Some people were sitting by its roots rubbing the sap all over their bodies. I understood. This tree kept their skin young, though, to me, they kind of looked like aliens. I struggled, kicked, and screamed as my captors tied me to the tree, chanting, Sacrifice! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. sacrifice. A huge, bulky man was approaching me slowly with a giant rock. This is it, I thought. This is my end. And all because my stupid dad has stupid issues he won't talk to a stupid therapist about. I braced myself for impact when I heard screaming coming closer. The jeep was pushing people out of the way and my dad jumped out with a knife. He slashed the ropes tying me to the tree and threw me over his shoulder. He set the car in reverse and we sped backwards and through the closed gate of the city. We drove through the storm in the direction of the airport. Dad, what the hell was that? I screamed. My dad started apologizing to me. I'm an idiot. I didn't ask you if you wanted to come here or if you were okay with anything I've been doing lately. My dad promised to never put his vanity before me again. We managed to get back home safely. And so far, I think he's kept his promise. But I get worried when I find little blue vials hidden around the house.